Al, I believe when we were watching this episode, mm-hmm. you basically just described it as like a like panic the episode, like crisis the episode. Yep, anxiety, anxiety the, the episode. episode. <laughs> because there is the age old adage of when something goes wrong, everything goes wrong. It's just like a waterfall. Or like a dam breaking. It could be that too, yeah. I thought that's where you were going and then I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I'm i not good at metaphors. Sure, let's go with that. I am. I'm not. I'm just. That's why we're a team. Yes. And as a team, we come collectively together to form a semi-functional human being. Semi is a key word there, yes. <laughs> we do, okay. Uh, hello, welcome to this week's episode of Jared and Al Watch Shirabako. I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Al and Ladium. Hello. This is episode number three. It's where we're watching the episode entitled No More Recap Episodes. <laughs> Get rid of them. Bye-bye. They are banned. Because uh, things are things are having some trouble. And if they are not fixed, could have the dreaded recap episode. Da-da-bum. Oh, no. Don't want that. <laughs> um. So coming off hot off the heels of last week, they are changing a scene in episode four. They're doing retakes on it because essentially the voice actress in that scene delivered a more powerful performance than the animation had at the time. Mm-hmm. So they're going back and they're going to redo those those uh, those cuts and basically have it match up with the voice acting, which I thought was like an interesting problem to have, where like you have like you know the animation's already done and everything, and then like. The voice acting comes in and it's like, oh, wow, this is way better for the scene. We need to basically change this in order to have it fit that instead of what we had originally. Mm-hmm. And especially because, you know, like the whole adage of most of the time the animation's probably done or getting close to done by the time they're doing voiceover. Like that just seems like it would be a, a hugely problematic thing. But also, um, I did a piece last year about... Um, voice actors doing improv mm-hmm. during uh specific scenes and stuff like that and just like you did the idea of like having to probably go back and do animation for that specific stuff as well would be a, a very challenging problem to have but probably one that you're like looking at like okay yeah this is the smart i the smart way to do this because like this works in the specific the specific scene so we should probably have it match up with that um but it does definitely seem like something that would be problematic problematic because of the stress it would put on everyone else and be like okay we have to redo all this we have to change how this looks and all that sort of stuff it's it's a good in a way it's a good and a bad problem to have because it's a good problem like oh well this makes this better but at the same time it's a bad problem because oh god we are still under huge time crunches and oh god are we gonna be able to make this and everything Uh." and thus anxiety the episode Yes, because basically they have to do all that, and then just everything kind of just falls apart in other ways as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I always kind of getting just like the pressure of having to do 
she's she's doing uh, this fourth episode and also the uh, a later episode, the ninth episode, which is having some problems in and of itself because she does not have all the the cuts she needs because some of the uh, the out the freelance uh, animators they're using are just haven't got her got the stuff in yet or just haven't started working on it yet, and it's just like she is having a very rough time of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I feel like, I feel like this episode in particular. It's like a couple episodes because we watched three, four, and five in a row, and we talked about this in the first two episodes. But like, man, just watching all of this now with like the the context of crunch culture in 2019 is just a little gross. Yeah, whew. like yeah. obviously this was a thing. Like this isn't this doesn't become a new thing in Japan of all things just now or anything. But like. I felt like when I watched this show originally and like subsequent rewatches of it, like I wasn't as cognizant of crunch culture as I am now. Yes, I also was not aware of crunch culture as much until like recently. And so, if I had watched this when it originally came out, you wouldn't have thought like you would. You would think like, oh, well, like that's just that is Japan because they have a, a culture of that type of work, a work ethic, and all that sort of stuff. Right. It wouldn't have come to the idea of, like, this is a very unhealthy work environment. Like, what is going on? Like, you would think, if this was made today, I feel like part of this would be just, like, a a slap in the face to the anime industry as a whole. Be like, hey, this is bad. Like, yeah. we need to shape up with this. Like, I don't know how much of that was PA Works' uh, intention when they made this originally, you know, a few years back, but... Would that be super controversial to do, though? I I would imagine it would be yeah. I would too. But uh, it is a it is an interesting thing. I think that's going to be something we are going to keep talking about as we go through go through this show in general. Just crunch culture. How yeah, just how this this show basically shows crunch culture and just the 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 ways that it is so just bad in general. Yeah, it's real not great, um, and it's very upsetting. And also again. Anxiety inducing. So me as a person watching it was even anxious and mm. this wasn't my job. Yeah. <laughs> I know that like they are fictional, but like this happens to real people. It's uh it is it is rough. Rough, buddy. Um so Aoi has to go through trying to find where her cuts are. Um one of the people she's trying to to get a hold of just isn't answering the phone all night, which is another thing. They are working basically through the night on this. Just oof. Yeah. Big oof. Um eventually she gets hold of him like the next morning and he's just like, Yeah, I, I could do this. I've done I've done worse. And then like he tries to do work on it and he's like, I have no inspiration. No inspiration. And she's like, What do you mean? What happened to the one who said he did it in like nine hours? Ah. Ah. Uh she gets some other frames and stuff, but and she and Aoi inadvertently sends them off to the wrong people. She has to go grab those, retrieve them, and basically send them off to the the right department. And she's just like, she is not, she's not having a good time. Everything that could go wrong goes wrong. Uh, some of the uh, the the frames she's trying to get arrive arrive late because. Uh, the delivery truck that is that has it is going through some is like on a on a road that's having construction and everything, so it is not on time, and she is freaking out about that. Mm-hmm. Deserve it, like obviously, you know, it makes sense. Um, 
And then they're also trying to get episode four on air, like getting it all ready to go to, to get ready to, to put on air. Um, they have to send it out to another company to basically kind of go through the checks and everything and put in the uh, the new cuts for that scene specifically that they, they redid. Um, the day before it is set to be sent to the network, they get a call. like They're like, hey, we're having issues with our server trying to upload this. Um, is everything all right on your end? And they're like, uh, nope, everything's bad. The server has gone out, and we can't get a hold of the people who own the server. And oh my god, what are we going to do? Uh, they're like, well, we could try and download it just locally. And they're like, no, this, this would take like 20 hours. We do not have that time. Um, they eventually get a hold of like the manager ahead of the server place. And like the, the server is just, is fried. Mm-hmm. Like it's done. And they don't know how long that's going to take. Um, this leads their, uh, their like their manager. She like, she, she, she literally just like, here's all these things going down, makes a phone call. And it is like, hangs up and she's like, all right, so I called the company. The head of the company is going to bring us our, their hard drive, and we will get it that way. And they're like, <laughs> ah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> so, like, the uh, the head of this company, like, brings over a hard drive to let them get that, to get it off of there, and basically get it all set to go so they can send it to networks and get, and, like, actually, like, watch it before it goes, they send it to networks and all that sort of stuff. Uh, the president gives this dude some food, and he's like, yay, food. <laughs> It's like my favorite thing about that that president mm-hmm. is he just feeds everybody and he's always he so happy to do it. Mm-hmm. He's just a very positive person. He runs this company and he doesn't have to work or anything. He just makes food for everyone. Yeah. It's real nice. I mean, like, the fact that his company is participating in this, like, crunch culture is not great, but he's, no. he's feeding them and being nice, I guess, mm-hmm. so it could have been worse, but, like, yeah. also don't, don't do that to your employees. Yeah. But we'll get some, we'll get some backstory on him later in okay. the later I series. was hoping so because otherwise he's just like this weird enigma of a president. Pretty much all food. of the characters like you will see more like you see prominently throughout the show will get backstories like like the the manager who seems like she can just do whatever, she gets backstory and her backstory is is interesting. <laughs> I'm so glad though that they keep reintroducing everybody because that helps me yeah. a lot. Yeah. There is I mean it's the thing like there are so many characters on this show like how do you keep track of them all? Yeah. Outside of like the the main characters, because there are so many side characters scattered throughout this entire series, and there will continue to be. There will be new ones introduced throughout the rest of the series. So. Are you serious? Yeah. Oof. We have not met all of the characters in this series, obviously, because we're three episodes in. But like, yeah, there's going to be a lot more characters to come through. Like, there's going to be, like, when we get halfway through, they're going to split off and do another series. Um, and we will. There will be new employees coming in. So, like, it's going to be, like, it, it keeps going and expanding. <laughs> um, People who have listened to us, either on this podcast or the other podcast, know how terrible I am at remembering names. Mm-hmm. So, like, it is, this one's going to be a nightmare for me to remember who anybody is. <laughs> I mean, like, to be fair, like, I think it's mostly, like, you're supposed to just kind of know, like, the people that show up the most. Yeah, you will begin to like know who they are specifically, and that those are the ones you're going to kind of focus in on. Like some of the side characters, like may show up a few, a handful of times here and there, and they just might be like just for a scene or two, or brought in for like a specific like thing that they need to work on and whatnot. But um, I feel like that like dopey dude with the mohawk will probably be around a bit. Yes, he's going to be around for like the the majority of the series. 
Yeah, I'll just keep calling him Dopey Dude with a mohawk. <laughs> so yeah, uh, basically everything eventually kind of goes the way that they needed to go. They are able to get episode four to air. Things with episode nine kind of calm down in a way that Aoi gets to like take a literal breather. Like, um, there's literally a scene where she's just like staring off into like and just like she goes, she like breaks down. Yeah. She goes into the kitchen and starts just like cleaning teacups that are like already cleaned and it's just like like tea stains i can't i hate tea stains i gotta get rid of all these tea stains and uh one of the other production assistants uh erica like sees her and she's like i need to you have to get out of here we need to go to the roof we're gonna get you calmed down uh we're gonna get you back on track and to figure out what we need what you need to do to get everything just kind of back in the flow of things so you're not just like cleaning teacups cleaning teacups and losing your mind yeah like just oof this episode's rough yeah. Yeah, it was it was hard to watch it. Like if it you was, ever want to, if you ever want to know why there's burnout in the anime industry, like here you go. <laughs> this is a prime example of that. Because it is not it's not great, but uh, that that's pretty much this episode in a nutshell. Um, anxiety. Anxiety. The episode. Is a, is a good way to to descri- describe this. Uh, so next time we will be discussing episode number four. It is called "I Totally Messed Up." Things are gonna go bad, <laughs> as indicated by the title. Yeah. Uh, so if you'd like more from us, go to seasonalmecheckup.com or sac.cool. It's where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Seasonal Checkup and Seasonal Checkup OVA. <laughs> you can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. And you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash anime checkup. That's where we do the Twitter. Mm-hmm. So next time, join us as we dive into episode number four where someone's going to mess up. Yeah, we mess up.